Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm so glad that you're here today. We are sitting down in this episode with Mary Clay Gupton of Claiborne Creative, and we are talking all things faith and work. Mary Clay primarily works with small businesses and entrepreneurs and really helping them to build out their brand and all the marketing that goes around that and behind that. But she's also got a great devotional blog and has interwoven the two so beautifully in what she does and who she is. And so I'm excited to invite you into our conversation today. So without further ado, take a listen. Mary Clay, thanks for being here. This is fun to see you on Zoom, even though we're in the same town, but it's all good. New norm, right? I know. I'm giving you a big hug through the screen here. A big, a big virtual hug. Thanks for being here. I'm really excited to have you. And I know you've kind of recently set out on on doing your own little venture and doing a lot of really cool stuff. So Mm -hmm. let's just kick it off by sharing what you're up to these days. Okay. Well, that's really kind. Thank you for saying that. And, um, yeah, it's been, in a way it's been quick, but in a way it's been a long time coming. I, I guess a little bit about my background is I um, graduated from the University of Texas with a corporate communications degree, but really was not the most career-driven person and kind of was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll do oil and gas. It pays well. I like Fort Worth. Just like very, honestly, a pretty bratty approach to the job, <laughs> but I got a job. And I was in oil and gas and it brought me to Fort Worth, which I love. And I think that you share that mutual love. And um, it almost from the moment I started, it just felt like it wasn't where I was supposed to be and I could do it. And it was great. And I, you know, grateful for the job and for everything, everything that it taught me, but it was always kind of like, this just doesn't feel quite right. So um, fast forward a little while in a, an opportunity opened up in a nonprofit space. And I had sweet friends that encouraged me, like, if you want to get experience outside of oil and gas, a nonprofit's a great place to go because they'll put you to work. And fortunately, I, I grabbed a um, very, very low paying um, grant writing job. <laughs> and my husband was very supportive. <laughs> we had no children at the time. I'm just like the, the, per- the timing was absolutely perfect. All, all by God's hand. But um. I jumped in there. And as anyone who's been a nonprofit knows, if you get into one area, you're going to get your hands in a lot. So in the grant writing realm, I started sort of assisting the event planner there. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. And turns out that wasn't. But within that, I learned um, in design, the Adobe program and, and kind of like the graphic design piece. And then another person in our office was redeveloping the website. And I thought, that's so cool. And so that kind of God kind of planted that seed. Um, and then as life does it, the golden handcuffs of the oil and gas came, came back around and, um, I jumped back into oil and gas because we were having babies and it was just, it made sense for our family and to support our family. And I worked for the greatest men ever there and made some great relationships through their families, specifically one of their daughters, Dabney Porter, who she's just one of those people that my grandmother always talked about balcony people. And it's people that are cheering for you and like see something in you and they just, they help you grow and they encourage you. And, um, I, 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 she kept, I had started, I'm kind of backing up, but I, I, I had started writing blogs and doing social media on the side. Cause again, trying to pull in more income with my part-time job for Melissa O'Neill of newborn Nightingales. So really she's another just person who take, took a great chance on me. And 
Damni started seeing what I was doing there and was kind of like, how can I help you grow? And so she started just word of mouth. She's so connected, giving me different jobs and different, different um, things to do. And I, at the same time, though, Annika, I had my oil and gas job. And so this was growing and it was kind of like, okay, I, I don't know. It was just, I kept saying yes. <laughs> and um, that's kind of a lesson that we might get to later, but um, lo and behold, God just kept putting it on my heart that like, you can do this, but you have to trust me and you have to, you're going to have to surrender this, this comfort of the oil and gas realm, because you can't do both. You can't grow here and learn here doing this. So it was a lot of tears, a lot of heartache, a lot of hard, should I, should I not? And um, honestly, the pandemic made it abundantly clear that I had to kind of, um, shift the shift this gear. And so I, that was a very, very long answer to, I started as writing blogs and social media for people doing social media for people that has evolved into sort of that piece I learned in, in the nonprofit of using my graphic design and then jumping into web design. Um, I'm sort of an introverted extrovert. So that, that, um, kind of feeds those two niches. Like I get to collaborate with people, but then I get to work by myself. Um, and that was kind of brought to my attention through some, some very wise counselors that helped me realize you are a creative and you're actually kind of introverted. And I was like, what? No, I love people. And they're like, you're exhausted by people. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. So this has been one of those situations where I thought it was going to be something, writing blogs, doing social media, and it evolved into this other thing. And it might evolve again. Um, but my business is called Claiborne Creative because that's my middle name. And I think that's where I am now. Doing that's that. great. What I love about your story is you know, something that I firmly believe that where you are is right where you're supposed to be, but it doesn't mean you have to stay there. And I think we look at seasons of life and we just feel like, oh, this isn't necessarily what I would be, or I have this itch or I have this desire. And, you know, all those, those pieces were cultivating a bigger picture story for you. And I I think we inside of that when we're in the midst of it, it was just such a great, I think, testimony to, to the fact that you know, you can continue to evolve. You can continue to grow. It can continue to change totally tomorrow can. and that's okay. Like yes. there's not, there's not necessarily the, the one right path, but there's, it's not all for not. And there it's all mm. for something and you're pulling skills for, um, you know, I think about all the different jobs, the job you started at, like you said, you just oh, kind of yeah. took <laughs> and, yeah, totally. you know, the, the things that I, I liked about it and the things I absolutely despised about it were all skills that I developed in these places that, were able to leverage as you, you grow in your career and you grow in your life. And you're so thankful for those opportunities, even oh, though yeah. they, they brought in a little bit of a, a tug and a struggle. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think that's great. I want to touch on one thing that you said a little bit, cause I do think yeah. it is really important where you talked about just saying yes to things where, mm. yes. so I'd love for you just to elaborate a little on that. Cause I think, especially as women, Mm-hmm. We say yes to a lot of things. And I think yeah. there comes a point in your life where you realize that strength comes in saying no. Mm, my goodness. So yes. Anything you want to add on that? Cause you, you yeah. planted that seed and I'm going to go ahead and water it. Let's, let's just go ahead and make that garden grow fully. I, yes, I, Ooh, I feel like particularly when you're in the startup phase or if you're sort of doing something that feels new or different in a lot of, I think the reason behind saying yes to everything is because I wasn't classically trained per se. And so I feel like to build credibility, which is true, you do need experience, but you have 
um, a conscience and a Holy Spirit inside of you telling you, this is not a good fit, but I just would plow through that voice and go, I can do it. I can do it. Yes, yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. And maybe you can for a little while, but then you're going to break. And saying yes to too much means you're not going to be good at the things that you're actually really good at and should be saying yes to, which is probably pretty obvious and trite, but it took my thick head a long time to figure that out. I just, it was fun for a while. I'll be honest to kind of my sweet husband, let me have Saturdays to just grind. And I was just like, ah, this is it. I have arrived. I am a working woman. I am going to spend my Saturdays in this little office. And then it was just like, I can't. I think honestly, in my thick school, I probably could have kept doing it, but it was like my body. It just was too, it was too much. It was too much. So yeah. yeah. Say no. Of you're missing something. You're missing something. It's not yes. what it's all about. And that's right. You know, I totally resonate with that. I feel like yeah. in so many stages and seasons, and even now it's like, you have these cycles where you just feel like I, I want to grind. I want to, you know, yeah. I want to just keep, to keep pushing away. And I think it's coming to this realization of no matter what you do, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at in life, there's always going to be more to do. <laughs> Absolutely. There's always yeah. going to be more things you can be doing with your kids. Uh, there's always yes. going to be another project you can be working on. There's always going to be, you know, more time you could be investing with your spouse. And yeah. so, you know, at, at some point you have to just, you know, put down the paintbrush for a second and just yeah. keep going. So oh, I think that's so true. That's really it's good. So, so I know one of the things that you've done, you know, in your business is you've got your business, but you've also embedded, I think a lot of, you know, your, your faith and spiritual elements to it. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like a lot of people really struggle with that. You know, I've always seen there's like work life and I've never really believed in work life balance. It's all just a blend because mm-hmm. I think who we are at work reflects how we present ourselves at home and vice Absolutely. versa. I think it's just, yes who we are is manifested in different way in each of those places. And I think there's a little bit of, of facades that, that appear in those places as well, that add a little bonus to that. But I think you, you've done a really great job of just embedding the two. And I think courageously just Mm -hmm. stepping out there and saying, Mm -hmm. this is who I am. This is my work and this is me. And this is just part of, of who I am. And so I'd love for you just to share a little bit about, you know, how, how do you integrate faith and work? And let it just work. (laughs) No, thank you. That's really sweet. I think that fortunately, like what I saw as my biggest like drawback or hard thing was that I wasn't classically trained. I didn't have all these years. I'd been in oil and gas for almost 10 years. Like I didn't have this platform or pedigree per se. And so it forced me to rely on the Lord. And it was kind of like, if I don't bring him into this business, that would just be so false. I would be putting on a mask and like, cause he sustains every bit of what I do. And I cannot tell you, Annika, how many times I will have just like watched a YouTube on this little bit of code or like this little bit of strategy that I'm not quite as strong in. And then the next client asked me for that. And it's like, he just, he's going before me in everything I do. And uh, as you mentioned, thank you. A, a big piece of, because it's not my work, but it's, it is tied into it is my, my devotional blog called him me in. And that's out of Psalm 139, where it's you go in before, before and behind me, and you lay your hand upon my shoulder. And I just feel like that is what he's been doing in every step of this process. So back to that earlier point, I could not bring him in because it's like, I am not doing this. He's doing this, helping me grow all of it. So that's so good though. Just like letting, he's been part of the story. So continue to be part of the story. And like you said, that's, that's who you are and you can you know, engage with you in different 
formats, if it's personally or related to, you know, true business entrepreneurial stuff, yeah, yeah. there's still a way to, to connect with you. And I think allowing people just to relate to us on all the parts of, of who we are, not yes. just, you don't just get one of part of me, you get, this is the whole shebang. That's right. <laughs> I think it can be said about any area of life. You know, there's sometimes totally. where we're there just to listen. There's sometimes we're there to show up with deliverables and there are some times that, you know, we are there to, to be a friend or to be a counselor or coach or whatever that is, you know, we all yes. have, you know, different professions, but I think it's just showing that you can show up in different ways for different people. And there's something beautiful about that. Yeah. So absolutely. I know a lot of the work that you do is, you know, helping entrepreneurs and, and small businesses mm-hmm. really just create their, their brand and really create okay. the, the voice and the image. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on for anyone that is working on a side hustle or even just with their own, maybe it's department or maybe it's, it is a small business that they've got. What is something that you found in working with your clients that people just get wrong, just flat out wrong? Like, yeah, gosh, I just yeah. that things that say, gosh, I wish I would have known this sooner. That's, that's really, well, I think that it's something that I did so wrong that I'm easy to see it also in them. And it's ironically a big piece of what I do. And it's just your brand awareness and knowing who you are as a brand and why you want to be that way. And how it does matter are, you know, we're humans. We're so interesting. Like it's like what you see and what you say, those need to connect what your, what your voice is needs to be the same on your website as it is on your, on your Instagram page. And just sort of, yes, you can have this great vision of who you think you are, Hmm. but then once you really start and it is hard, it's hard work and it's hard work to realize what your brand actually is and what your gifts really are. Those can be two different things. Cause I can want to be this, but I'm actually really this. And this is more beautiful because I'm very, people are not seeing my hands, but <laughs> one hand's here, one hand's down here. But um, this thing that you actually are is who God made you to be. And so digging in there and, and using those strengths and telling the story from that perspective is actually, it's going to be so much better. And so much less exhausting too, I think. Oh, oh my goodness. But we all have to do it. You have to kind of start telling the wrong story to realize, oh, wait, this is where I need to be. So don't be afraid. I love that. that. I love that. It's, it's like that whole like living messy concept. It's like sometimes in order to find the right story, we got (laughs) to step into the wrong story for a little bit to realize what that right story even is or was. (laughs) Yes. And I, I always tell my husband, my favorite, favorite success stories are that's quotes, um, are the people that set out to do something and it became something completely different completely different. I think of, um, I guess the founders of branch basics, they went, they always say we didn't set out to, that's a, um, a clean soap company. Love branch basics. Yeah. Clean, cleaning products. There you go. Um, they say we didn't set out to make soap. Like they were trying to heal a sickness and it became this amazing soap company. So I just, I love stories like that. It's really just putting one foot in front of the other. And I think we so often get focused on, okay, what did everybody else do? I need to go step into that path. And I have this visual in my mind that that whole yellow brick road is created by just putting one brick in front of the other in in your own life, in your own lane, in your own story. And seeing what it evolves to and see what people gravitate to and see, you know, you mentioned, you know, people really calling out your strengths and, and being that, 
that mentor mm-hmm. that spoke truth into your life and being yes. that for other people of I, helping other people. I don't think people see what they're good at. I don't think people see what their strengths right. are. No. I don't think people see when they really feel alive. It's like when you see a friend, you're like, oh my gosh, you're glowing. Like what is going on in your life? Like tell yes. me all about it. Totally. <laughs> but just, you know, speaking that I think into, into others helps to just push them along their road as well and, and pave their oh. roads. So I think that's. It does. And by the way, you're really good at that. Oh, thank you. You are. I don't know. I feel like everybody just needs someone to pour into them. And just like you mentioned, you've had those people for you. I feel like I've had those people for me that saw things I never would have seen or helped me pursue jobs or career paths or opportunities. I, I never would have pursued because I only knew what I knew. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the more, you know, the more you grow. And so, you know, knowing those things about yourself and whether that's, you know, seeking that out in in your own spiritual walk and Mm -hmm. uncovering who you really are that you didn't know you are because you covered it all up Oh, totally. (laughs) or letting people speak that into you is, is I think a lot of times I think we're scared to unpack or understand or realize who we really are. We just, we have this fear of exposure of Oh yeah. But yet that's where something so beautiful is because that's how we've been created and we're dimming a light that needs to shine. So it's so true. And I, I just, I love what you said. So I want to talk about that for a second is I just feel like we spend so much of our life where I did trying to look like other people or the world. And it's, there's no fruit in that. Like, it's like, remember when you're little and you're like, but so-and-so has this shirt and you're like, so you want to get that shirt and look like them. And it's just, that's okay. Imitation is going to happen in our lives, but like, I don't know. I just pray that I can show my children that you don't have to look like everybody else. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. And it doesn't even matter. No, (laughs) it doesn't matter. You look back and say like, that didn't matter. That Abercrombie and Fitch skirt that I have to have that I convinced my parents, this was the secret to feeling accepted. This is it. I can wear this short frayed skirt. You know, like, no, that is not okay. And that is not where friends come, right? Like, but it's it's that frame of mind that you just see, okay, if I can make myself somebody else and I can fit into this bubble and, you know, lose myself in the process, I I think I could be someone. It's like, no, you can actually be someone when you're just yourself. (laughs) Totally. Totally. When you're just yourself. Oh my goodness. I love it. I had that skirt, by the way. (laughs) So you get it. (laughs) I get it. I totally get it. My parents <laughs> like, we cannot afford that. We are not paying for that. I'm like, you don't understand. I but must I have, have the skirt. I have to have it. I must have mm-hmm. the skirt. So yeah, oh, you know, it. hindsight's always 2020. I've thanked oh, my mom a million times. I don't know how oh, she did it. Her. Yes. I think that's why God didn't give me girls. He just knew I would oh. suffer too greatly for doing what I did to my children, really to sweet. my mother, to my that's mother really would, be, uh, would be re-gifted to me. So yeah, it. and I know you and I have talked about this a little bit too, but I think the entrepreneurial journey is not for the faint at heart. And I think that a lot of people, you know, want to start something on the side or have an Etsy shop or do photography or, you know, do all these little things on the side. And, and I think there's so much beauty when they, you know, do get to the place when they can take the leap, but you know, any, any lessons you want to share just in your entrepreneurial journey? Cause I think for anyone who's thinking about that or in the middle of it, or even in, you've been doing this for a while, it's like, you need some encouragement or inspiration from, from someone else who's also with you to not feel yeah. alone in the process. Cause it, it's tough. Oh, it's so tough. It is so tough. And I, I'm going to start with, I sort of thought everybody wanted to be an entrepreneur. And my husband was talking to some people in our, through church and, and it was kind of like, do y'all have the, the bug to want to start your own thing? And they just looked at him like, we're good. 
we're, we're, we're company men. We're like, we're going to grind here. And Crawford shared that with me in the car on the way home. We both were like, what? People don't want to be entrepreneurs. Like that's just baffling to me. So I guess it's clear that I have that call in my heart. And if you have it, that's there for a reason. So I feel like it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you're saying, just like messy, keep going. I love your um, yellow brick road too. Like one step, one more step, do the next right thing. If I can quote frozen two on this podcast, Please just do. do the next right thing and it will fall into place and you're going to make mistakes. But so that's my next thing is just do the next right thing. That's one piece. And then the next piece is do not be afraid to invest in yourself. I think as a very frugal person, it was really hard for me to see these like coaching businesses like you guys do, or a a software, or I love, this is just Skillshare, which is this, and I mean, you can learn anything and it's going to sometimes take some money. I did invest quite a bit in, um, this, her name is Gracie Chambers. And we were, um, we met through one of my former clients and just letting her, she, she does branding and um, web design and has her own company, by the way, she's 10 years younger than me. So that took some humility (laughs) um, to reach out to her to give me some pointers on like how to build this business and like how to get my financials in place. And point being pray through and take time to figure out where to invest in yourself and in your business and do it. And that can also be, I carve out at least an hour on Fridays to do, to go on a walk and not listen to a work podcast or to not, you know, to do an hour is a very small amount, but like you have to, I have to pencil in time for myself, investing in myself through time and investing in myself through buying the program, taking the course. It, it just, it seems counterintuitive because you're trying to grow this business and it can be expensive, but A, it's a write-off and B, it's going to help you grow. So that is so good. I think that's something that, you know, early on in our little business, I think that's something we really struggled with because I've always worked in large organizations that have you know, tons of resources for people. And I've done the coaching and I've been coached and I've done the yes. development. And yeah. you know, my husband, who's always been entrepreneur, has always hired these people and it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why would you hire it? It's like, because I've, I've always just had it and I've maybe just taken it for granted. Yeah. I would spend bukus of money on these, you know, coaches and and I, I get it, right? I, I get it now. And I think the the thing that really taught me that was there was a, a couple who shared with us that, you know, if you were going to go back to school, you would be paying for a course to get a degree. You'd be paying exactly. for, you know, an education. But yet when it's not part of a college campus or university, mm-hmm. we don't see it as a good investment. But yet, like you said, there's all of these experts, whether they're 10 years younger, 10 years older, a website, oh. like plenty yeah. of resources you can get in an hour and a day and a week. And you know, different courses that you can have access to or coaches that help you get unstuck or, you know, help you build your brand. But Mm -hmm. we don't see that as like formal education. Right. And so that was something even just for us in our own marriage where I just, I didn't, I could not understand why you would pay someone to do those things. Right. And yet, you know, on the backside, I think you see all the benefit of those things that you need someone to help guide you along when you're not working in an organization or, you know, you're not in school where people are walking you every single step of the way, the deliverable, here's the project. But I think that that's really good. I think we have such a hard time investing in ourselves, yet we do it for our kids. 
we invest in all kinds of stuff for them and their camps, you know, who knows if they even learn anything from those things, right? It's all just fun. But yet when it comes to investing, you know, dollars to help us become one step better or make one more dollar or whatever it is, I think we we don't see a return on that, but yet I think the return can be so much greater if we're just willing to oh, yeah. see worth the investment. Absolutely. We're worth yeah. the investment. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's really absolutely. Good. It's, uh, I just feel like entrepreneurship is just one big sanctifying walk. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. But, Cause I, I mean, I feel like I could see the not wanting to invest in myself or in my business as, you know, you could talk yourself in one way of like, well, I'm being, frugal and I'm protecting my business and I'm not spending the money. And then there's the other voice. that's like, you don't need to do that. You can figure it out. And that's pride. And I don't know, somewhere in between those two is kind of a good little path to learning more. <laughs> it is, but I think you've got to, you know, see both of those. And I think wrestle a little bit with both of those of where am I being Absolutely. wise, but also where am I being wise? <laughs> where totally. am I being wise and in investing? Where am I being wise and saving? And yes. Yes. You know, I think Absolutely. constantly asking yourself those questions. Absolutely. That's good stuff. So what about just any like one thing that you think that somebody can go do today? I know we talked a little bit about you really knowing what do you stand for? Like really at your core, who are you? What are you about? But anything that you feel like if you're an entrepreneur or you have a business, like this is one thing you need to go do today. Simple, make it easy. I like that question. Um, Find a, a workspace you love. I just think when you feel good in your environment and you I don't know, you kind of, cause it is a lot of times just you. And, and if you feel like, okay, I feel comfortable in this space. This has good lighting. This makes me feel happy. This is inspiring. I don't know. And it can even be a coffee shop that you love. I, I love a lazy daisy and craft work. I go, I alternate between the two cause I like to mix it up or I'm at my house. And so just find, just kind of surrounding yourself with, um, doesn't necessarily have to be inspiration, but just like a place where you feel comfortable to work is really important. That's really good. Loosen up, let yourself feel free. Let yourself totally. feel inspired yes. or creative. And, yes. and so, you know, I do totally agree with that. I think yeah. a, a space plays a really big role in how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. What we do is a reflection of how we feel. So oh, totally agree. Totally agree. So good. Yeah. In good ways. Oh, <laughs> I guess one more thing would be to like get dressed in the morning. Cause as an entrepreneur, you don't have to. And this is, I'm so guilty. Yesterday I sat in my robe. And it just was grinding out. And I just was like, this is so gross. Please go get dressed. And I came back and had a totally different mindset. So I don't know. Get dressed. It's important. <laughs> get dressed. Put a little makeup on. Put some earrings on. Put, put something on. Get out of those sweatpants. Especially you when you're like this. I just feel like it's really oh. hard to make the effort to do anything that's yeah. not comfortable. Absolutely. We were joking yeah. yesterday on our front porch. My husband's like, I think all of our neighbors are going to think we are the comfiest, coziest family in this entire neighborhood. Like we're always outside and just like oversized sweatshirt sweaters. I really see it. I can totally see it. And I'm sorry, but what a great uh, reputation to have. This I is mean, the cozy we'll be cozy. Come hang out with us. We're the cozy <laughs> house. It's all good. So good. It's all good. Yes. Uh, well, this has been fun. I, the last question I want to ask you is just, yeah. you know, I think you and I have talked a little bit about this in, in other conversations, but, you know, I think we're all trying to live out our own success story. And I think what a gift that we all have to, to write what success looks like to us and to yeah. write our, our own story and not the story that others have, have written for us. I think when we yeah. get the courage to step into that, you know, yeah. what are your thoughts around just success. Like, what is it, what does it mean to live a successful life or be a successful mom or leader entrepreneur or any of that? Just what does that look like? I love that question. And it it's, it's introspective because ah, I feel like we could have a whole other podcast on 
struggle, but I, <laughs> I feel like anxiety has been a piece of my story. And to me, success is just like living out a life of faith over fear. And specifically, I love Romans 12, 12, where it's um, rejoice in hope eternal, be patient in trouble and to just pray, pray always, because that's a life of peace. And mm. I don't want to be Pollyanna, but like that is that to me is success to just be faith over fear. And I, it wouldn't bother me if that was in a house in the mountains that we owned, if that's where I'm living out my, my faith <laughs> over fear with a big dinner table with my extent, my children, my children and grandchildren who want to hang out with me at that table. That's a bonus. Um, but yeah, just kind of the underlying would be faith over fear. That's really good. I think I can totally, you relate to that definition as someone who has also really struggled with anxiety in a lot of seasons where I do too many times, my fear has been significantly greater than my faith Yeah. or, you know, my, my faith has been boxed into my circumstance Mm. and Mm -hmm. figuring Mm. out what do I need to do to step out in, in having great faith that it's in order to live life, you got to go out and live life and it's going to take a little bit of faith and you're going to have to take some courageous steps out of fear. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. Yes. Wow. That's good. Well, thanks for sharing and, and thanks for being here. And I'd love people to follow along with all that you've got going on. So tell us where can people find you? Thank you. Um, my Instagram handle is Claiborne. It's my middle name, C-L-A-I-B-O-R-N-E dot creative. And in the link in the bio there, you can access, um, my devotion, signing up for my devotional blog, my work, my portfolio. And then my website, this is confusing is Claiborne spelled the same way, but with a dash creative, um.com. So those are kind of the best places to find me. And I would love for you to follow along. I, my devotional blog goes out every Sunday night at 8 30 PM. It's, I give you the amount of time at the top of it, uh, that it'll take you to read it because I myself am an impatient person. So I kind of like to know what I'm getting into. Um, I think the longest one is 10 minutes, but most are around the five minute mark. And then I, at the bottom of it, there's a prayer over you and your week and, um, applicable scripture to dig into the rest of the week. And I try to make it, um, palatable and fun and funny, but also packed with truth. I love that. Y'all go check it out. Go sign up. And I total sign of an effective communicator because I feel like this is so much of what I does. Like give people the expectation. How long is this going to take? Oh, yes. Got to. How long is this going to take? So you yeah. are all like bringing in that degree in communication right here. Totally. Here it is. This is it. This is what Let you're me give for. you the expectation. Absolutely. Love that. Just love you. Thanks love for being you. here. Thanks for just this conversation that I think so many people can relate to on so many different levels wherever you are in life. I think just bringing in a lot of these mm-hmm. elements to know that people are not alone. This yes. journey is, is meant to be, you know, lived together. And I think just stepping into not who you've been told you are, but who you really are. That's absolutely right. Yes. So thanks thank for you. this. Yes. Thank you for having me and sharing your gifts. Well, my friends, here are today's truths and takeaways. Number one, be the balcony people, the people cheering for others, calling out the good in others and helping them grow. Number two, everything you've learned and are learning will start to make sense as it comes together into a bigger picture in another stage or phase of life. Number three, Brand Awareness 101. It's a combination of heart work and hard work. Know who you are and what your brand is truly about. 
Number four, sometimes you have to tell the wrong story in order to realize what the right story is. Number five, you can really be someone when you're authentically you. Number six, if you have the call on your heart, it's there for a reason. Number seven, just do the next right thing and do not be afraid to invest in yourself. Number eight, ask yourself, where are you being wise in saving? And where are you being wise in investing? And lastly, get dressed. It's an important place to start. Well, that's all for today, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and checking out today's episode. So much more to come. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick 30-second review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So much more to come. Thanks for being amazing. Thanks for being awesome. And thanks for putting all of your gifts out into the world. Until next time.